Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Journey Through Sonship podcast. I am Brother Calvin Calhoun, and today we want to start a two-part message on a message to my sons on the power of choices. The power of choices. When God created you, we talked about this, he created you to be a son. But even for you to desire to be a son, you had to make a choice that what? That you would follow the Lord Jesus Christ and you had to believe that God raised him from the dead. So even your very salvation, you still had to make a choice. But let's look at James chapter four, verse seven to verse 11. That'll be our base scripture for the next two messages in the power of choices. It says this, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. James chapter four, verse seven. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law. And judge the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judges another? When we look at the letter of James here, he starts off with submitting yourselves, therefore, to God. I'm going to use the most, one of the most basic scriptures to talk to you about the power of choices And I want you to understand that what you desire your life to be depends upon the choices that you make. And if God has already ordained our life and God has a plan for us and a purpose for us, for I know the thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring you to an expected end, then guess what? We got to hold fast to that. And we got to believe what God has said about us. And we have to believe in the plan that he has for us. But all of that comes down to still making a choice. So let's look at the base, this, this basic, I call it the basic story, but one of the most powerful stories of choice and how that the choices that we make can really impact the course of our life. We can go back and look at the story of Adam and Eve. And the Bible says right there in James, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. In the garden, Adam and Eve, of course, were told that could eat of any tree that's in the, in the midst of God, except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They were told this. It's clearly evident that they were told of it because in Genesis 3, when the serpent, the devil, approached Eve about it, she quoted back exactly the rule. Now, when God gave them the rule, in particular Adam the rule, he told them, if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. So God already tells you the consequence of breaking that rule before you even enter into making that decision, before even approaching that decision. Or even contemplating it. You know what the consequence is if you do this. They have free freedom to uh, enjoy the garden. 
as long as they did not eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good eating. Of course, the enemy comes in as a serpent, the most cunning of the field. And guess what he does? He tricks them. He lies to them. He deceives them. But even in the devil's deception, Eve and Adam, I'm never going to leave both of them out and leave Adam out. No, just because he was talking to Eve, Adam knew better too, because God gave him that same rule first. Both of them knew what the consequence of that action is. Now, when confronted, Eve and Adam could have said, no, God said we should not touch of it. And if they had resisted the devil, they could have lived on forever. No problems. But the problem is they listened to the devil. They heard what he had to say. They believed him. And then what did they do? They made a decision to eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Well, of course, exactly what happens, what God say what happened did happen. It said the eyes of their, their eyes were open. They saw themselves. We talked about this in verse, in our first message and message to our sons about who we are. They saw themselves as fleshly beings. They no longer saw themselves as being spirit beings in flesh. They saw themselves as being naked. What did they do? Instead of living under the provision of God and the protection of God, they went and made what? Fig leaves for themselves. These are now the decisions and the choices that they're making. And then they what? They hid from God. That was still a choice in the decision that they made. But that is how a bad decision can cascade. It can snowball down on you. They made it. Now the person who created them, their heavenly father. It says the voice of God was walking in the cool of the day. The very same voice that they communed with and talked with and had fellowship with. Now they feared. Because what? They knew they did the wrong thing. Well, guess what? Exactly what God said, what happened, happened. They died. They became, they became separated from their life. Who is God? Their eyes were open. They were now being led by what? Their soul and not by the spirit of God. They, they lost a connection with God and that who is the Holy Spirit. That had been severed by the decision that they made. But guess what? In as much and as bad as that sound, in that same uh, situation, God would tell of how God was going to rectify and fix that situation. He says, in the seed of the woman shall bruise his head, his heel shall bruise his head. Speaking of uh, being over the authority of the devil. And who is the seed? The seed is Christ, the son. So guess what? Jesus Christ comes through his death, burial, and resurrection. We now all, every person on earth that has breath in their body has the opportunity to be saved and to be brought back into oneness with God. But even that is still a choice because everybody has to make the choice. God can't force salvation upon you. He speaks of how God sends someone with the gospel and the gospel must be preached 
and they must hear the gospel. They must believe the gospel. They must confess it. And when they do it, they shall be saved. But it still comes down to what? Making a choice. And our desire as sons of God is that everybody chooses Jesus Christ. But in order for that to be, in order for that to be, and I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, everybody is not going to choose Jesus Christ. But our heart is that those who interact with us, those who we have relationships with, they will see Christ living in us. But that begins what? What James um, chapter 4 verse 7 says, submitting yourself unto God. How do we submit ourselves to God? We submit ourselves to his rule and to his word over our lives. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I have told you, thoughts of peace and not of what? Evil. The devil always wants to make you less than a son. He loves trauma. He loves to hurt you. He likes to break you and make you think that you're not a son. This is one of the ways you know that whoever's speaking to you in this manner is not of Christ. Now, don't get me wrong. The love of God corrects us. So people will correct you. Those who love you will correct you in order to bring you back in alignment with the way that God created you. But don't ever see that correction as being the devil because someone's trying to bring you back in alignment. They're doing it from a place of what? Love. And we know if they do it from a place of love and God is love, God is bringing you back into alignment with him that you can accurately represent him. Be the radiance or show his glory that you can represent him once again. Now, we told you if you submit yourself to God, his rule and resist the devil. See, God, it's not like God snapping a finger and the devil just leaves. No, he says that you must resist the devil. So when we get into these situations where we are angry, where we were upset or Things are not going necessarily the way we think we should go. These are wonderful times that we really need to get quiet. Get quiet. Pray. Ask God for wisdom. If you read the first chapter of James, he says, if any man asks of wisdom, ask it in unwavering in faith. If he asks unwavering faith, God will freely give to him. Wisdom is the principal thing. And all that getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the first thing you should ask God for. And he says, God will give it to every man freely. If you ask God for wisdom in the midst of your situation, right as the situation hit, the wisdom of God will tell you the end of the matter from the very beginning of it. Isn't that amazing? It's like you know the end from the very beginning. It's just like seeing a full puzzle Know what the puzzle is supposed to look like, but you got all the pieces and God shows you this is what it's going to look like. And if you follow God's wisdom, now he can give you the wisdom. You still have to make a choice to be obedient to what God says. How does God give us wisdom? He can give us wisdom face to face. He can tell it to you directly to you. Or if you're in a really difficult situation, God can send his wisdom through another person. He can send his wisdom through an angel, a messenger. 
He can send his wisdom to you even through dreams and visions. But you got to believe that God will give it to you freely. And when you're in the midst of before you make that difficult decision, God gives you that wisdom. You still got to make a choice to obey it. And if you obey it and you made the choice to follow God, that's also resisting the devil and what he wants you to do. And when you resist, it says what? And he will flee to you. When we go in prayer, when we ask God for things and we're really seeking the heart of God, that's drawing close to him. The Bible says in verse number eight of James chapter four, draw nigh to God, draw close to God, and he will draw close to you. Cleanse your hands. What's a picture of the hands in the Bible, young people? It's what we do. It's what we do. Don't do evil things. Don't do things that do not reflect the glory of God, that don't reflect his character. He says what? Uh, Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Purify what? Your motives and your mindset. Because remember, he says a double-minded person cannot receive anything of God. And we're going to talk about differences in mindsets, two different mindsets. But he says, what? Purify your thoughts. So when you pray and you ask God for wisdom, you can't decide. You can decide to do what you want to do, but then you're going to reap the consequences of that decision. You got to make a decision which mindset you are going to operate from. Will you operate from the mindset of being a son or do you want to operate from that old mindset of you being who you think you are, where the devil's actually manipulating you from that point? This is why he said resist the devil. If we talk about the arm of God, he continuously tells us to stand. Look, the devil's, he's a fallen angel, a fallen spirit. God is teaching you how to resist him and how to destroy his works. But it first begins with submitting ourselves to God. Submitting ourselves to him. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Do you see that? The fear of the Lord. Not the being scared of the Lord. But the honor, the reverence and the respect of God and where we where he is in our lives, where he where where he sits in our lives, when we hold him in that proper place, that's the beginning of wisdom. So if we don't honor and respect and believe God in who he is. Then we won't receive the wisdom that we need to receive that helps us walk in basically being immune to what the devil does is you won't receive the wisdom that shows that you've overcome the evil one. It's very important these days that we're not led by our emotions. We have to be led by the spirit of God. And that begins with making a choice to submit yourself unto God. I thank you for taking the time to listen to this. Part two will come out very shortly. So please stay with us as a message to my sons and the power of choices. God bless you till we meet again on the Journey Through Sonship podcast.